get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Jesus. We're here, Bravo and Beer. We're here. We're Bravo and Beer. And we're here nope, for nobody, it. Nobody going to finish that one up? We're on? here. We're queer. We're Bravo and Beer. There you go. That We would have a much more popular podcast if that was Let's the case, Let's change by the, the way. name. So we're queer, here. We're queer, queer, and Bravo and Beer. <laughs> Be canceled immediately for not actually being gay. They're like, you are taking our, your culturally appropriating our sexuality. Um, hey, you, two shared, to- you two shared a room in Vegas. I don't, you might, maybe. Is that, is that all we shared? Is exactly. that all we shared exactly. in Vegas? We shared love over a CPAP machine. I, you know what? I didn't even fucking get, I brought that stupid fucking CPAP machine and I didn't use it once because I got, I was only in the room for like two hours a night and I was so fucking crapped out. I didn't even put it on my fucking head. I just passed out so, in bed. I know we're not going to talk about this because I don't want to go too much no no we don't have to go down this but just one quick thing so you know i did leave the uh, establishment we were at thursday night earlier than brian Uh, i passed out as soon as i got back i woke up probably two hours later to pee (laughs) i saw brian was there i saw that he wasn't wearing the cpap machine i looked at him for like (laughs) half a second to see if he was breathing couldn't tell went and peed (laughs) and went right back to sleep i'm like if he's dead, he'll still be dead in uh, another few hours when I wake I don't up. Know, so I don't have sleep apnea that much. bad that I'll die. Don't worry. You don't have to worry about me dying ever. It's yeah, more, I, could be something I, else that would kill you. Yeah. Well, I brought it more for... Yeah, well, that's true. A lot of other substances in my body could kill me there. No, it wasn't the uh, It wasn't the CPAP was going to keep me alive. I brought that more so I wouldn't keep you up snoring. And so what I only can get... Like, you know, in Vegas... You're like three hours of sleep, but they're deep three hours and you want the best three hours because you know you're not going to get any more sleep. So I was like, okay, I'll bring it so that I get good three hours. But then I didn't even fucking put the goddamn thing on. Yeah. So, eh. Whatever. Oh, well. Anyway, it's me, Bravo Brian, your Bravo and Beer host. Welcome by Reality Rico. I think we should introduce ourselves after, what are we, almost 50 episodes? So people know who You've we are. You already introduced me. It's overrated. So I'm good. There's Rico and there's Odie, the voice of boredom. Well, I don't know if you've heard, but our fans are raving about last week's episode where I was the de facto host since you two were so inebriated. And uh, everybody loved it, actually. Everybody they, where's, where are these comments coming from? Our <laughs> Facebook page, Bravo and Beer? Yeah, I saw, I saw Chelsea said best episode yet. Commented that today it was last week's episode. Okay, so we got so a sample one. of one. <laughs> Everyone. Our, our least downloaded episode ever. <laughs> doubt it. Doubt it. It was kind of fun summer. doing it after uh, five hours at the pool, but whatever. It was fun, except for the goddamn the sound issues. What I was trying to record, and everything I heard was I heard the immediate sound and then a loud echo of a secondary Sound like everything Rico said. I heard broadcast and my own sound in my head again. It was unbelievably difficult to concentrate. But that's well, it sounded. It's, it was the best audio we've ever had. It sounded great for the listeners. So that's most important thing. Well, there you go. Fan fucking tastic. The things we do. All right. Fake fake beer bong time. Well, yeah, guys. I mean, it is. We have a tradition here. For those of you that are new listeners, 
We have a tradition on this show, which I am the only one to uphold as the only real man of the group, the only person who takes this show seriously, and that is the Bravo Beer Bong. We used I, to I do one say, episode. I, I did, the last time I did bong a beer with my little contraption, um, we all know what happened, and I almost died, so. <laughs> that was hilarious. Wow. There was almost a lot of did. gagging and almost throwing up happening. No, throwing up happened. That happened. It was, it was actually Odie's CPAP. It was a little mini CPAP that Odie uses. CPAP CPAP slash beer bong. They're going into production, mass production very soon. So for all you people with sleep apnea uh, that also like to bong beers. Alcoholic sleep apneas. apneas. There's Probably a lot most. I would say almost all of them, right? What I mean, how do, how do you think you get it? So anyway, this is filling with booze. So we do the Bravo beer bong. We used to do it every show. Rico's filled with mold and he became the biggest bitch. Odie and I persevered. But now I still have mine clean and delicious, ready to bong a beer, which we do Definitely at the start of a new season of any show. And we are we have just wrapped 90 Day Fiance. Now we are starting this episode 90 Day Fiance happily ever after. So, gentlemen, Yay. Bravo beer It's always beer a surprise bong. when you say we have to bong a beer. I'm like, oh, God. To happily ever after. Let's do it. Oh yeah, baby. Wow. Oh shit! I something I knocked something I'm off. Like uh, unlike Luke, I did not pour it down my shirt. Wow, good job, man. By the way, Luke, can we just talk real quick about Luke? Uh, loving to build fires. I mean, you know, summer house. That was one of my time. notes. I, I, I get it. I, I love building fires too. Who I, doesn't I, love building I fires? I do too, but he literally every night he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to build a fire. Like, yeah, we get that you like building fires, brother. I don't know. What's, what's it getting you? Is it like his zen? And also, Luke should have just fucked the fire. He loves fire so much. If he had just fucked the fire and kept his dick out of Hannah and out of Ciara, so much less pain. I mean, I know fire would hurt your dick, well, but I think, think he of the kept emotional dick pain he'd say. Out of Hannah, pretty sure. Not out of her mouth. She well, said he blew some loads in that mouth. <laughs> I know. It, it's the ugliest part of her body. Why would you come into that? It's <laughs> literally the worst part of her body like, that grows dirt. I like mouth. your left ear. Just turn that way. It's <laughs> the only thing I can tolerate. She's like, there was a quote. I want you to, I want you to come in your mouth. I don't. Can I, any other, any <laughs> other options here? I'll do armpit sex. I'll do back of the knee sex. She's like, no, in my mouth. He's like, oh, oh, where you talk out of? Oh, <laughs> there was a quote from Hannah, which was taken from an earlier episode, which I didn't see where she said something like, uh, well, Luke's so into me. The only place it can go is in my vagina. Like, well, <laughs> I don't remember that, that quote. That didn't age well. What? I don't remember that either. How did you not bring that up at the time? I didn't see that episode. It was, to, oh. it was, it was today's ep or this week's I, episode when I they fucking, did a flashback. I didn't see that part. Did a flashback to it. Maybe oh, it was like last that. summer or something, last season. It must have been. Maybe wow. Again, she referenced her relationship with Luke last summer. Um, she still apparently doesn't understand they were never in a relationship. No. So, and well, my thing, wife, my wife's still here. She doesn't figure it out yet. So, I mean, it takes some people more time than others. It's the long game. I'm waiting for the kid hasn't figured it out, but that's probably going to take a little while. She's young. Uh, yeah. So about, the other thing, the other oh, thing about ahead. Hannah that I had was, uh, she's like, 
I, apparently I'm the, the idiot here because I did not know that there was this distinction between being defensive and defending yourself. Anyone else <laughs> notice that little nuance? Because I, I don't really get it. I, she's a successful podcaster and I'm not. So she's yeah, I very successful. <laughs> I guess being defensive is if you're unjustified in what you're defending, which is what Hannah is at all times. And being yeah. def what is the other one? Defending myself is when you're justly defending yourself, which she never is and never has been. I, I don't know if it's that clear. I don't want to dig into this too much, but I think no, it's please, more. Of, Odie, you're the boring one. Let's go. I think Let's it's more this, of the way topic. you do it. Just d defending doesn't mean if you're defending <laughs> yourself, doesn't mean you're right automatically. Being defensive is like the snapping back. Like you could be yeah. right, but you say it in a bitchy way. That is true. I got in a big fight with my boss today. And uh, he was like, well, you're being very defensive. And I was like, that's because I'm fucking right. Um, we worked together a long time. So we have a frank relationship. But, <laughs> uh, well, the other thing, too. Dirt Face was talking to, I think, what, Sierra? Oh, no, she's talking to Dez. And she's like, well, you know, Luke just was out of control. You know, he sat me down. And he told me exactly what he thought of you. And I was like. If I recall, <laughs> you sat down and specifically asked Luke what he thought of Dez, and he told you what yeah. he thought of Dez, which is very different. Again, this is the hand is gaslighting. Oh, Luke just out of the blue made a fire, made some jewelry, told me you were a dickhead. Like that's the way she's fucking portraying this show. Okay, and and I don't, I can't believe I'm saying this, but in defense of Hannah. No, I don't know if. Wow, I don't know who. what a, is it, are you going to have a Contra Hannah podcast to our podcast as a Contra <laughs> Hannah podcast? The Contra Contra Hannah podcast. Uh, my head hurts from that. I can't. I can't get it. Um, I think Luke sat her down. It was like it was weird. It was it was a weird. She scene. was sitting like, down. Luke right sat next to her, and he's like, "Oh, you want to chat? We haven't yeah, really." He comes over, and he's like brushing sand off. It was. It was really weird. It was strange. I mean, so, but she that. asked him. What he thought of Dez. He did, he did not agree, sit down and say, that. let me tell you what I thought of your old fucking dickhead standoffish new boyfriend that you've been dating while you were obsessed with me. And I like how Luke later on it would was be like, hilarious you know if she said that. Though. That would be hilarious. You know, was, I, I, I thought it was hilarious. Luke's later on in the episode. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, I'm having a great time now. Like the last week he's there after you know two months. He's like, I'm having a great time now with all my friends. He's like, now that Hannah is off talking to Dez and preoccupied. And instead of, you know, focusing on ruining my life and turning my friends against me, I'm having a wonderful summer. Yeah, what, what did he say? He's like, I don't have to worry about, you know, saying hi to her and thinking that, you know, she's, that I'm flirting with her or something. Her thinking that. <laughs> Literally. It's like, God, she's just the fucking worst, man. Which came out later in the episode, but we'll get to that. Of her not being, not, not even for a second can Hannah not be a cunt. Not even during a fake wedding can she not be a cunt. By the way, fake, oh, fake weddings, better than real weddings. All right. Okay. That, that brings me to a question. Rico's going to get a fake married. Rico, when are you, yeah, when are you getting fake wedding or fake marriage? I don't know. Well, if I do get fake married, I'm going to have Carl be the minister because he was uh, dropping some pretty witty lines, which brings me to my really? question. Oh, I, I'm surprised chance? you watched it. I didn't even watch it. I fast forwarded through. It's like, I don't care. That bad. I thought it was kind of entertaining. 
But now you can't even answer the question because my question was, is that chance <laughs> wait, wait, Carl wait. actually wrote what he was saying? <laughs> Chelsea actually L- is L- making me LOL here. Chelsea says, at least Hannah can't have derp kids because Des is old as fuck. <laughs> I, will, I will bet you right now that they have kids. She's probably pregnant right now. Uh, probably. Well, that's the problem. I, it, the problem is that Hannah's not old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, Desmond, like Charlie Chaplin had kids into his 70s. All right, Rico, what were you saying? So so you want, obviously, I was going to offer my services as uh, as the officiant as your, at your wedding, but you want Carl to fly to China? Please. Carl's not well, flying actually, to China sober. Number one is uh, the unit, or what? what's it? Is that his name? Oh, the Miz? Pete? No, Pete. Oh, Captain Pete. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's number one. For anyone on to deliver y- on his yacht, of course. Yeah. The only place Captain Pete can work is probably on like one of those weird Shanghai boats, like where you literally get Shanghaied. Captain Pete's like, "Yep, toss him on board. Welcome on, welcome on." He's like Samoans, yeah, they're fine. Come on, guys, you can, <laughs> you see can work the, for uh, me. It's a you... universal flag for peace. As long Come as you like board, pecs, you can work for Captain Pete. Yes, but uh, I thought Carl was pretty. Pretty witty. I mean, not like I'm falling over the floor laughing, but it was a chuckle, like uh, here and there. Like Listen it wasn't Rico's boring. New podcast. I come for Carl. Well, Rico listens to Carl officiating weddings and slowly jerks off into the microphone. I come for Carl anywhere podcasts are heard. Well, I didn't See, know this just is, because I was, was great. not being a shithead about a person. That it, that <laughs> what was great about last week's episode is. The same joke could have been made, but you had that dynamic of Brian laughing at his own joke and Rico just not entertained at all right next to him. It was great. It was awesome. Well, now we're in different I, rooms with that happening. Yeah, it's not as nice. <laughs> I don't remember last week's episode too much. I don't either. I'm at sure all. Not even, I don't even remember a second That's of it. It was our best episode. It was fantastic. Well, that yeah. touches a lesson. Maybe, well, once our Patreon levels get high enough, we'll go to Vegas once a month and record a live episode in mm-hmm. Vegas. Expenses paid by our Patreon. You know what? If you listen to that episode, you will hear us at only 25% of the day's drinking. Because maybe 33%. That was about a third. It was probably about another 10 hours, I think. That was early. Yeah. For you guys. Yeah, very early. Maybe more. What time did we finish in Vegas? Like 6 o'clock, 6.30? Yeah, probably about 6. And then we were out till 5. So that's another 11 hours. Yeah. Pretty early. Well, and Chelsea did ask last episode on the Bravo and Beer page how the topless pool is because we were talking, we did the episode before we went to the topless pool the next day. Tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. We don't have time. They're not here in the tomorrow show. That's a different podcast. Why can't they become patrons to that one too? (laughs) They're not crossing screens. That's a different podcast. That's our podcast, Topless Pools of America. I mean, (laughs) Topless Pools of America. It's got a great catchy theme song. Now, we'll we'll, do a 30 second recap to tell, tell you guys about the Topless Pool. Long story short, every Topless Pool in Vegas is. More or less the same. Now, this one was probably worse than some others. I can't say they're all the same. A bit of ones that are better. But mostly, you go in, it's a bunch of old, creepy fucking dickheads like us. And and they're, and they're by the way, we're on by far the better-looking, younger side of the dickhead spectrum that's at this pool. By 20 years. So Which imagine dickheads. makes sense. I mean, that's you would kind of oh, expect that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, you, you know, I don't know what they, you expect. It's not like the waitresses are topless. Um... 
It's not like there's the this young hot we there is for, to have better service, which was not really better which service. Did but not it was happen. probably somewhat by the end of the uh, shift, it got better. Yeah. Well, you know what? Or I, I you would got say really the deal drunk. we got, the deal we got was amazing. It was, we had to drink 400 bucks worth of liquor and we got two day beds. It's, and for alcoholics like us and the people we were with, we went, we spent what, $1,200? Yeah. Something like and that. And each drink is what, $15 basically? Yeah. Wow. Well, at least. <laughs> Probably. There's yeah. no prices. But, so, uh, you know what? I'm yeah. not even sure how my friend came to the conclusion about how much money I owe. Now that you bring that up, I should probably question that. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, what, what you see at the topless pool, walking around, uh, looking around, eventually there was one girl who had a weird old head, but a hot body, right? Vegas body, v- rich Vegas body. Otherwise, there was one kind of weird, kind of, you can look at her tits for a minute and then you look away. Otherwise... There was a guy, the pinkest nipples at the pool, Rico, if you'll recall, were on a man with lily white hair who had to have been 70 years old with a handlebar lily white mustache. Just walk around with nipples that were so pink you'd think tulips were growing out of his chest. You were staring at him. You were staring at him. It was impossible not to. It was impossible (laughs) not to stare at them. They were so pink. It It was like an albino rabbit was swimming around the pool. Rico, how much how much time did you spend staring at this man's nipples? I don't remember them. Two hours. (laughs) And we became friends with a muscular black guy in the pool. That was fun. Black Black JB two. Black JB two. Yes, Black JB two. We have another friend. That was the stereotype we came up with. So when black people we're friends with, when we got to the the uh, pool, God, I. We're going to have to tell this story again tomorrow, so it's not going to be as funny. It's not right. Hilarious story anyway. So anyways, we get to the pool probably like an hour after our, some of our other friends. My buddy Andy's like, see that guy over there? That's JB. We're we're really good friends now. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, I was taking a piss, and he just came up to me and started talking to me, asking how I was doing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, that's not This guy, is, he's huge. And he, he's he like, looks like a yeah. football player. He's yeah. massive. He's yeah. massive. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah, it was kind of weird. I'm like, huh. So <laughs> somebody said, Dale says Rico looks nothing like how he sounds. How does I he sound? Look- Did you think he'd be in a wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> how do you know he's not? How do you know he's not? <laughs> so, so later, a couple hours later, I'm in the bathroom and I'm taking a piss and JB's in there like five stalls down. He finishes up. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? I'm like, oh, uh, I'm good. It's like, so what brings you to Vegas? And he's like, just standing there. And meanwhile, I haven't started my pee. And, and he's standing oh, wow. there with, with his pants around his ankles. And now I can't pee. So after like, okay, so, so we, so it, you guys should, he, he had to have been on cocaine in immense amounts. Probably a really nice guy. People are like that. Right. I mean, now, nice. oh, oh, weirdos, weirdos are like that. Well, he was weird. He was weird, but was, I liked him. He was nice. He was cool. He was very nice, but it was just he was weird. With, so he was the, the only hot chick at the pool. She was one super hot banging girl who did not get topless, but she was super hot. That was with his group. Oh, yeah. He was also with a weird fat guy. Who oh, was young, I forgot that I think, guy. That guy I almost think drowned, autistic. I think, because he was so drunk. <laughs> he was I autistic. Think he was, I think hammer. he drank himself autistic. <laughs> he was. And it was like three o'clock. It, so we went up to the <laughs> VIP area of the uh, topless pool and they had like a little infinity pool. We're just hanging out there for a little bit. And this guy 
is just like collapsing. And he, he's just a big mound of pud. He's, yeah. he's so fat. He's like in that movie. Uh, God, it does suck. We have to tell us again tomorrow. We'll have to recap it. But whatever. Uh, it's like the guy from North, not North Dallas 40. Um, what's the one with James Vanderbeek, the football movie with the big oh, chunk? Oh, Varsity Blues? Varsity. Yeah, he's like the big chunk in Varsity Blues. Right? Isn't that what the guy looked like? Yeah, yeah, he did. Although the Billy Bob guy. could handle it. Billy his, Bob. Uh, yeah, Billy. He looked, like, he looked like Billy Bob. He was just like, And I think they, I couldn't believe, apparently, you don't get kicked out for being too drunk at this place. Because he, they saw him, they're like, hmm, whatever. Some people helped him back into the pool, which is really where you want to be. <laughs> they, if turned, they flipped him over face down. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be that I, drunk. I surfed on him. Personally. I guess Cap- <laughs> Captain Lee wasn't there to set yeah. him straight. Yeah. Get out of the pool. Get out. <laughs> um, all fat mongos out of the pool. Uh, all right. Anyway. All right. Well, so anyway, like, anything else on this? Should we move on? Should we move on? To move on from what? Summer House completely? No, I move on. Move on from our Vegas topless pool story. Did you put all these, tell, right? Brian? Did you put all of Dale's comments up? The one about what he thought Rico looked like. Did I no, I didn't. This is that's hilarious. <laughs> I thought Rico would have had black hair, been shorter. I well, mean, that's I'm, kind of why it's an ironic nickname. Really? Um, I guess, yeah. And it had a crusty little mustache that never yeah. grows in, right? Yeah. Well, like when I met Stank's wife for the first time, she told me, oh, I thought you would have been Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, why would I be Mexican with the nickname Rico? <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah. sometimes two peats in a pod and uh, yeah. we're meant for each other. <laughs> two peas in a pod. Anyway, I was going to make a horrible joke Blaff. about Stank. All right. So, all right. Getting back to... Um, to Summer House. Uh, Lindsay. She is batshit fucking crazy. Yep. She's she great. Goes from, great. She goes from, he's not the one for me, dumped. I You can't just bring me fish and chips and expect me to love you on my birthday, even though it's COVID, to, oh, he's back and I'll marry him and I'll have a baby tomorrow. He's changed to, I don't know. And meanwhile, she gets, she gets super drunk. Gets angry at him because he's not being fun enough. Screams at See, him. Like he was having fun, by the way. He was being personable. But did he? Like, you know, you know what tipped the doing? scales? He didn't he make her coffee or something like that? He said, he, you know, he said, "Why don't you want to call?" Yeah. Me? Okay. Yeah. That's she was like that's the fat what drunk guy at the uh, Mirage Pool. Yes. He. Yeah. He. She was terrifying, and she was stumble. She was like, "Hi, like she was I'll like." Tell you, Lindsay is exactly like a lot of girls that I knew when I was in college, and she's. Are you married? Never, which one of them? Well, I didn't know my <laughs> wife in college. I waited till after college because she would not have married me if we met in college. That's for sure. <laughs> Questionable what it took for her to marry you after college. It's very much podcast. indeed. Very much indeed. But yeah, she just hasn't like changed at all. Probably because she's super rich and she's attractive and people just give her whatever she wants. So she just keeps on doing the same thing. Yeah. I don't know how rich or attractive I would take her as. She's she's okay. But well, she was uh showing her nips without any care in the world. No. Which I'm shit. sure every boyfriend loves when their girlfriends are showing everyone who asked her titties. Oh yeah. Like, and those weird looking saloon door titties of hers. So the thing is, though, yeah, to Rico's point, she's bitching at Stravey to not be so boring and have fun. And then 
She's so drunk, goes to her room, and he's having fun with the boys. He's having a great time. He's doing kick high fives and shit. And she's texting him. He doesn't have his phone on him. And by the way, I bet all of her texts came within a three-minute period. Three minutes is what I'm guessing, right? You saw her text. Where are you? Come to bed with me. Why aren't you answering me? Don't ignore me. Hey, come down here now. What's wrong with you? Who's going to look at their phone when you're drinking? Exactly. Exactly. I guarantee three minutes passed, and in her fucking drunk mind, she was like, I'm going to kill him. He's ignoring me on purpose. That motherfucker. So she goes up, screams at him. He packs his shit. And then the funniest thing in the episode was Danielle yeah. running away down the hallway with his, with his bag. And by the way, I didn't know this until the last scene in the episode, but Danielle's tits. Wow. kind of hot. I, I think she's kind of underrated hot all season. She really is. I mean, I, I mean, her face, she's pretty. Her face isn't amazing, but her tits are like Ba-ba-banging! She was in the pool. I was like, who's that? It's like, Jesus, it's Danielle with massive titties. I think she got a boob job. That's fine. Well, the, the best part of Danielle from the episode was when Lindsay's talking, all are like, yeah, uh, is it like, am I the pro- problem yes. in the relationship? Uh, Obviously expecting yes. sympathy. She's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay's face what? was so great there. She was just like, What? that needs to be a a gif or a gif Lindsay's face on that that was the fucking best but the worst part though is it's just like yes you are the problem but then it's Danielle get lets her get away with Danielle doesn't say yes you're the problem because you demand too much you're unbelievable you have unbelievably high standards that are unrealistic in any relationship and also you're fucking crazy and a bitch when you're drunk she doesn't say any of that and instead, well, let Lindsay go in the diatribe. Friend, so yeah, but still, kinda... but if, you're, if you're trying to help her, like if you're going to be honest enough to say you're the problem in the relationship, tell her all of it because you're not helping her otherwise. Because what does Lindsay do? She goes, you know what? You're right. I am just pushing people away to make sure that they won't run away later. And it's like, well, you might be doing that, but you're also being a crazy bitch all the time. Well, you so you might want to rein that in. Yeah, you can't like tell someone, well, like, here's everything that's wrong with you. One, two, three, four, five, six. I have four. done that literally in the past. I may have been on drugs, but I've done it, and it's been Just effective. tear the person and down they to They have been to a person peeing at the urinal who you never had <laughs> met before. <laughs> Let me tell you what's wrong with you, buddy. I can tell from the back of your head and your pee stream, anybody that pees at a 60-degree angle clearly has mother issues. Where are you going? <laughs> Good luck in Vegas. I only got to point three. <laughs> See you later. Oh, did Me you guys go to the? I can't believe I didn't ask this shit. Did you go to the Double Down Saloon? Nope. What? <sighs> Rico is uh, Rico is fucking opposed to the Double Down. We didn't honestly. We didn't really have time to go to the Double Down. Our day was barely. I literally. It, we really didn't. My day was. Our day was a packed. I landed. On Thursday, Our packed day. Drank a beer, drank a beer, drank a beer. Yeah, but we had because we went to the pool. We landed. We went to the pool. Drank all day at the pool. Then we had things to do that night, going and drinking. And then, and the Double Down Saloon's not a place you go at night. It's a place you go during the day. No, it's tr- it's amazing at night because it's ridiculous crowd, and they have like a fried chicken buffet, and there's people doing coke in the bathroom. It's 
I can't go to a cook in the bathroom at every place in Vegas. That's not a selling point. I will say a selling point. Every though, place my, Brian goes. Hey, <laughs> no, my buddy Taylor went to the double down saloon at night when we were all uh, doing something else in the casino. And he went alone at like three in the morning. because He's a psychopath, but he sends us a picture and he's like, I'm talking to these two, two cool gay dudes. And this is this guy's uh, tattoo. And he has a tattoo in his upper thigh of a unicorn with a rainbow mane fucking a baby. And I was like, that's get wow. out of there. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, 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 get away from that guy. Whatever you do. Run. Because <laughs> he is going to fuck your baby. Anyway, All right. Well, you, that you brought that a... conversation down. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Can we do something else or talk about something else now? All right, Should we well, talk about I... the end? The end? Yes. Yet? Yes. Let's talk about. Uh, well, uh, real quick. Paige. By the way, Paige sucks. Perry calls her and brings up the fact that their relationship sucks. And she, he literally brings up the, what she wants. She said she, <clears throat> excuse me. She wants to dump him. She said that their relationship is falling apart. And her boyfriend brings up to her on the phone. Hey, I feel like we're not getting along. I feel like this relationship isn't going well. And what does Paige do? Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just out of it here. And then goes on to tell the camera Oh, he's it's gonna he's gonna be blindsided when I break up with him. I doubt oh, it. Oh, I wonder I wonder why you it. fucking bitch. I don't think uh, he will be at all. I don't think he'd be blindsided at all. Yeah. <laughs> there couldn't be a person less blindsided than her boyfriend, who also probably was um, well, as we know, not particularly motivated to see her the entire summer. Oh, that one hour yeah. drive, oh, I can't do it. The entire summer, so yeah, clearly, clearly, no, clearly, he's over it too. But he was trying to get it done. But he's, it just pisses me off. He's hundred percent just man up, and be he's hundred like, yeah, percent cheating on her. I'll tell you why, because they live in. He lives in New York City, right? He wants as soon as they get out. Like in the last episode, they talked about this. He wanted them both to go to Miami for six right. months, probably to get away from the chick that he's seeing in New York City. Be like, oh, I got to go to Miami oh, on business. Oh, good call. Yeah. Oh, oh, good oh, theory, Odie. Yeah. Escaping the uh, the New York cheat chick. <coughs> well, anyway, moving on. Um, but, 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 oh, well, I think we all know why Stravey uh, at the fake wedding. Stravy and Lindsay are talking and she's like, I just want to make sure you won't run away. And he's like, she's like, but you packed your stuff. And he's like, I don't know why I did that. And I was thinking, well, I think we all know why you did it. I think we all know why you packed up your shit. Cause she's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And you're <laughs> absolutely going to do it again. And I don't know why you stopped. I mean, you got to track Danielle down, throw a bola around that girl's ankles and get your crap back and leave now, buddy. You're saving yourself a lot of trouble. Well, at least you got to go to the fake wedding by not leaving. And he probably Thank got another God. campfire from Luke. By the a way, whole lot a, of reasons to stay. You know what? Uh, Danielle's big old titties at the end at least made me feel better for Rob. Right? Rob comes and stays for a week. And they're like, guess what, Rob? You're a chef. You're going to cater <laughs> a fake wedding. He's like, wonderful. Thank you for bringing me here to for free cater your Yeah, we get to show off his skills. Good. Good for Rob. Fuck that. What a pain in the ass. We didn't get Everybody to see that much. Hammered. We got way more of like Kiko 
you know, preparing a uh, Las Vegas scene yeah. buffet. I'm sure, they filmed, I'm sure they filmed a bunch of shit with him cooking yeah, and it was like, it ah, out. you know what? This kind of sucks. We Yeah, we got to see almost none of his skills. And meanwhile, he's got to work all day to prepare this meal and doesn't get to drink with the rest of them and have fun until afterwards. And he's like, here's the food. Now I'm exhausted from standing and cooking all day for you assholes. But again, Daniel's big old titties. We were, hey, what, what a secret she kept. What is she been taping them down all up? You know who season? knew about those? Carl. Carl, Carl did. Wait, Carl knows Carl's, all. Carl's been with Danielle too? Oh, yeah. Carl and Daniel were fucking last season. But this That's is the Carl, thing. Carl yeah. getting sober. He doesn't realize, hey, sober Carl, you know who's not getting laid all the time? Sober Carl. I don't know about that. There was a, a oh for sure. He's sober. Carl's from, not getting laid anywhere oh, yeah, near as much as drunk well, Carl. No, he's so, fucking not. No way in right. hell. All right. I'm not so going to root against up, Carl getting sober. Come I'm on. not rooting against it. I'm stating straight facts here, man. Drunk people get laid more often than sober people. That's a goddamn fact. Well, he's also Take famous, so it kind of I think evens out. But Carl did say that next summer he could see finding love. Because until then, it's all going to be, you know, one one night boning. <laughs> you can't find love in January, Carl? Not, not, not possible? I'm like, full up on that. Can't do that till the summer. Gotta be the summer. <laughs> Serious. Business mode. Business mode. Uh, yeah, that's really uh, Okay, so the wedding, we already talked about how he has uh, come for Carl Boner for what Carl said. Cool. Um, Hannah. Can we talk about Hannah just we already being did. the... Oh, well, the whole beginning of the show, we talked about Hannah. Dude, just, to, but no, we didn't talk about the specifics here. They have this fake wedding. Everybody's happy for him, right? And Hannah takes umbrage with Paige speaking. And by the way, uh, can we all agree? Every woman's speech at every wedding is the exact same speech. Yeah. Every speech yeah. at every wedding is basically no, the same no, speech. no. Yeah, uh, specifically, girls though, it, <clears throat> it goes exactly like pages. I'll, I'll never forget. We sat down, we went to lunch, and we had salad and mimosas. And I didn't know you were going to become my best friend. Best friend. <laughs> it's the exact same goddamn speech every fucking wedding I've ever been to in my life. This same speech. I teared up a little bit. It was. <sighs> God, Odie. So anyway, Paige gives that speech, right? And Hannah's sitting there fucking condescendingly derp-facing, which is difficult to do when you have that stupid-looking face, but she pulls it off. It's like for a moment, can't you just let it go? Can't you just be a fucking human and just chill? But she goes, oh, well, I see, you know, it used to be the three of us, but now uh, I see where uh, taking Kyle's shit and not calling him out as the asshole he is gets you. It's like, well, you know, if you, the three of you, right, were best friends and your friend is marrying this guy, Kyle, who, by the way, going back, they showed what Kyle said to her that she's so outraged about. Still not bad in any way, especially considering Hannah baited him into it by being a fucking shit and crapping on his relationship and talking about him cheating on, on his fiance. So, you know, you can understand how somebody get pissed. Did Kyle ever talk shit about Paige that, that you recall? Not no, to me. Never. Not that I did ever talk shit about Danielle. I don't believe so. Ciara, no. Lindsay, no. Any of the guys, well, when he was super drunk, he got mad at Luke, but he manned up and apologized for that. So yes. basically, other than the biggest bitch in the world, Hannah, he 
he's had no fights with anyone. Which is he impressive. Gets along with everyone. Because Kyle is a big time alcoholic. Oh, super drunk. Super alcoholic drunk. And yeah, I, other than the, the person that keeps shitting on his relationship and trying to remind his fiance that he cheated on her, go figure that he's had a problem with her. Yeah, Han is the biggest fucking piece of trash. I can't wait till the reunion. I hope that people gang up on her and make her cry blood to the well, point I think where she we've dies. already been uh, teased that will in fact happen. Mm. Like, why would you be friends with her? That's the only thing that doesn't. I don't understand. It would be fantastic if the rest of the crew, and this will never happen because I'm sure production needs a villain. If they're like, yeah, we'll do Summer House again, but not with Hannah. And, yeah. if, and if she got cut out of that show, there goes her successful podcast audience. Yes, exactly. She has nothing. She had, she had, by the way, when she started the show, she was not a podcaster. Let me assure you of that. She was some other crap job. She was, she was nothing. The podcast success has all come from the fame from having the show. And by the way, I was thinking about this today at the gym when I was working out. But I was like, you know what? Actually... I have more respect for Kyle. He's been on the show, right? For quite some time. And he's launching this fucking brand, right? This liquor brand. And he's still busted his goddamn ass every day. And he's like, it's fucking hard. It's brutal to get this in. And it's still not available in a lot of places. Goes to show you, it must be really hard to launch a fucking liquor brand. Because if if you can't do it, being on a show, having a built-in audience, built-in demand, built, like I would buy it. I actually like it. We had to have it shipped to us. It is fucking hard, and I respect that motherfucker because he actually is working his ass off. I respect him. I, I, yeah, I don't know like why this was an epiphany to you. Drinking his face off too, like the guy. <laughs> and I mean, I assume blacking out three nights a week and running a startup. Well, no, he never fucks Ciara. Oh boy. Oh boy. Not even touch and we're canceled. <laughs> Not even going to touch it. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Let's do a quick Am I the Asshole? And then we'll get into 90 Day, which uh, should go pretty quick. So here's the Am I the Asshole, right? This is from Chelsea, right? As a patron of the show, Chelsea gets as a $10 patron. By the way, guys, you can support us. Go to patreon.com forward slash Bravo and beer, and you will get access to our 20 minutes to half an hour. We do two Am I the Asshole stories as a bonus every week for our Patreon subscribers. And you can join as little as five bucks a month, but go to patreon.com forward slash Bravo and beer. So Chelsea as a $10 member gets to, uh, to give us a, a story to cover. And today we will do that. I, I guess Rico's still listening. I think he's he listening. Rico's always listening. Uh, by the way, if you join our Patreon, Rico also listens to all of your private moments. All right. So am I the asshole for asking a nun if she is pregnant? So here's the story. This happened a few days ago and I had to sit down with my supervisor. <laughs> I love how it's already starting. So I sit down with the supervisor. So I always am wondering if she called someone in I asked her if she's pregnant at work. So I pray to God. I had to sit down with my supervisor. I work in the medical field. It's my job to ask medically relevant questions. This person is not a good writer, by the way. It's not her job to be good at the English language, apparently. The answers will lead to which therapy can be used and which would harm the patient. 
And for that reason, it's required to ask every person that could be pregnant if they are pregnant or nursing because of some kind of medication can harm the unborn or newly born baby. I won't give medical background, blah, 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 blah. So this nun comes in, 25 to 35, excuse me. She had an older companion, 60 to 70. They're wearing religious habits, so it's clear they're nuns. Despite the fact that I know it's forbidden for them to have children, I asked if she, the younger woman, is pregnant. She looked shocked, and the older nun immediately blew up towards me. How, how could I dis- disrespect her religion like that? And if that was my way to say, I think they would betray God and their rules. <laughs> she said I would call them a sinner. Their voices attracted a lot of attention. My supervisor came to see what happened. I explained that he didn't, and he didn't say a word. He just continued the questionnaire with the patient without having an answer for whether she's pregnant or not. Yesterday, my supervisor said the next time I should not ask this question if it interferes with religious beliefs. And if it happens again, I'd be fired. I don't feel like I'm the asshole because this question was required, but every other person I talked to said I shouldn't have asked and I disrespected these women. So am I the asshole? I, I mean, this is pretty straightforward for me. It's, it's about reading the room. And uh, you have two nuns there. You got a question to ask that's on your checklist. You just kind of say, uh, you're not pregnant. Okay. You're... But you put it out there. She might say, I am Right, pregnant. yeah. You t- it's like a soft, a soft toss. A soft toss yeah, question. It's a little, you can, can just mention it and start doing the checkbox. And don't interrupt you. Not pregnant. You don't need to look at her and be like, are you pregnant? Like you, I mean, come on. She's the, she's the asshole. She's an asshole. Uh, ask right, a nun if she's pregnant outright. Um, I I agree with Odie, but I don't think she's the, maybe she's just not that quick on her feet and just goes by the script, whatever. And you're required to ask a question and she could have phrased another. She could have said, well, I don't mean to offend you. I'm required to ask this question, whether or not you're pregnant. I'm sorry. It's a a lawyer answer there. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's common sense. If you have to ask, if you have to ask a question, you have to ask a question. You could, couch it uh you could you know land it softly i certainly think the uh nun didn't have to take so much offense to it like really yeah get over it well look there have been plenty of examples in the past of nuns who have been banged by priests so really maybe the question should have been how much priest fucking you've been doing like let's be honest here i think that would be more of an asshole question I would agree. It probably would be. Have you, uh, madam, have you made any deals with Satan to put a goat baby in your womb? No, here's the thing. Look, I don't have a problem with this chick asking the questions. You're in a medical environment. Hey, nuns. I agree with Odie in that you could probably couch it. And, and I agree. Hey, I, you guys, you're not pregnant, right? Obviously not. You could couch the question, but you're still asking it. So Odie's agreeing. You still ask the question. Look, I'm sorry, in a medical environment, if you're going to have a, a procedure that could impact a baby or have some impact on a fetus, if you are pregnant and you don't ask it, it's her ass on the fucking line if she doesn't get an answer to that question. If they go, did you not ask him? If this chick turns out she was you know, priest banging and got pregnant and, and has a baby and she gets uh, uh, prescribed something and the baby dies, it's her fucking ass. You got to cover your fucking ass. So no, this chick's not the asshole. The supervisor and the nun 
is, yeah, exactly, Chelsea. The supervisor's the asshole for not asking it or addressing it like an Odie style. And the, the older nun's the fucking asshole. You're in a goddamn medical environment. Yeah, the I'm super, sorry, the but supervisor, you have to you're talking cover about the supervisor who threatened to fire her because of it. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, talking that, about? Yeah, ridiculous. That's insane. That's insane. Ridiculous. Like, unless she's done stuff like this before, like just like this not is having a any sense none you've asked this question to speak to. <laughs> uh, a this. man, a man came in with a puppet on his hand, and she asked him if the puppet was pregnant. What are you, an idiot? A puppet can't be pregnant. Speaking of people who can't be pregnant yet are required to take a test, Angela. <laughs> Perfect Odie. segue. Odie, do I get a, a passing mark for that one? Or I no? had to think Angela, and then I remembered who you were talking about. So we're going to go right into 90 day off of this? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're what, what right else, in, man. What, what else we got? We're 45 minutes say? in, Odie. Jeez, what's, what's Angela's uh, husband's Wait, name? It was Michael. 280 pounds. Michael. Michael. So does how does Michael still think Angela's gonna have a baby? Like how what well, is possible? He's not too I don't bright. think he does. I don't think he does. He's uh, he said he's gonna get divorced if she can't. He has, you know, he has to go Angela's, over. He's like, Angela I have to go was, over there and give it. You know, I got to make sure, see how things are. But if she can't have a baby, it's uh, it's divorce. Well, I don't think that's Michael's biggest problem coming up. It's gonna be the loss of those big giant droopy titties. Um, yeah, right, Rico. We already saw. Her cut forward, and I turned to Sandy before they the, before the scene where the doctor was like, "We're going to have to cut them titties down." I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Michael likes that big tots." She's gonna have this surgery. The problem is now when they it's like before and after. You see the before and after surgery. Before surgery, huge tits, weird, odd. She looks like a top, like a top you spill, like a dreidel is what she looks like. But she had little legs, big tits, and like kind of a gut. After surgery, she's got no tits and still has a fucking gut. What a win. <laughs> Good luck, Michael. Enjoy. <laughs> well, luckily for him, he can't come over. I think the stars of this relationship were the uh, grandchildren who were somehow able to diagnose Angela's weight problem, <laughs> even though it has baffled the medical community for years and years. <laughs> she likes to eat cake. And pie and cake <laughs> and candy. The Donuts, best of that. The best canes. of that. Though, wait, wait, wait. That was the candy canes. That was my favorite. They're like, they're like. I thought candy canes were good for you because they make your breath taste good. I'm like, yeah, that's what fucking Angela told you. Yeah, candy canes are good for you, children, because they make your breath taste good. That's yeah, why I no. eat ten before uh, bed. <laughs> I just can't instead, figure out. I've tried every mouth diet. Wash, Angela just mouth bangs herself with a candy cane. I can't figure out how to lose weight. I've tried diet pills. I'm eating all the candy <laughs> I should. I'm getting as much candy as I can. <laughs> I had a whole bottle of those gummy vitamins this morning. Should have been good for me. I, I've got, I've got my as provided by the Mars Candy Company Pyramid. Of health on the wall, nerds, candy corn. It's like Elf. That movie yeah, Elf. I was just thinking of that. <laughs> candy, candy corn, can- <laughs> was it maple syrup. <laughs> it's like- it was like candy corn, candy canes, candy canes, <laughs> maple syrup, gumdrops, and chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Stop eating so much shit, and you know, you'll be a lot healthier. But uh, yeah, shocker. Uh, by the way, I, I is anybody else? I hate to admit this, but Michael was like, "Yo, I I like these." I can't do a Michael accent. What is that? A Nigerian? 
I, don't know, I can't do the accent. I'm not gonna try. I, I, I like, can't even try to do it. I like things big, and he's like, he's like, I saw those boobs, and I was like, yeah, and I'm like, a part of me really wants to see what, what did he call them? Angela's. Pow pals or something? Pow pals. Like, yeah, yeah, I think pow pals. Saw those pow pals, but I was like, okay, well, thank you, Michael. Now a part of me wants to see Angela's breasts just to see what you're talking. About. I- no part of me wants to see that. I, you know what's I, a, I, really, you're not curious just to see one time. I'm not send, saying we're going to jerk her, off to him. Send her a DM. She'll probably. I'll show send you. her a Colts dick pic and see if she responds. <laughs> As per our other podcast, uh, where we send people Colts dick pics. You know, the Nigerian language is interesting because apparently the word for husband and penis is like the exact same word. Did you guys pick up on that? What is the word? <laughs> Not at I, all. Well, I don't know. I didn't write it down. But Michael's like, she calls me this, meaning husband. I didn't, I didn't write it but down. Somehow, I was like a tattooed on my forearm. But some, sometimes she mistakenly calls me this, which was like the exact <laughs> same word he just said, which means penis. <laughs> <laughs> so is the Nigerian word for husband penis? Uh, you know, honestly, that would make a lot of sense. Let's be yeah. honest. I mean, I, I'm surprised the American word for a husband isn't penis. Isn't that like back in the day you marriage for procreation purposes? It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot more sense than a lot of fucking things I've heard for language. Oh, you tired, Rico? Why don't oh, yeah. you put a husband in your mouth? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, um, <laughs> I Angela's trip Angela's trip to too. LA. But I can't oh, go. I gotta give this shit. Oh, one at wait. a time. One at a time. I hate to be the uh the mask Nazi. But wasn't it, it was striking to me how Angela arrived in LA and she didn't have to have a mask on the entire Uber ride. Maybe this is just what I'm uh, having to have drilled in my my brain these days. I, I I have not, I'm not in California, but I haven't been in an Uber since the pandemic. So I have no idea if you wear a mask. Do you have to wear a mask in an Uber? Y- yes, except in Florida where a gentleman mm-hmm told us over New Year's that he would prefer if we didn't wear masks. Good. <laughs> okay. Good for <laughs> That's him. interesting. Um, and then Angela has kind of an annoying tendency to like, she says something and it's kind of annoying. And then she has this big, hearty, annoying laugh that like grates my ears. She loves to laugh at her own jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. But she said some, she had some funny things. Just, we, just she says weird things. Off the top of my head, well, I can't remember anything. But uh, she cracks herself up. Yeah. Wait, uh, are you telling me you don't like people that laugh at their own jokes? Why am I even on this podcast? That's a good question. Wow. Well, yeah, we've been. That's what we say every time you go to the bathroom. Miss, I missed. Range. I I missed that by the way. Angela's not wearing a mask in the Uber. That was weird in hindsight. But hey, anyway, we don't need to go backwards. Odie, go pee. We'll continue the show. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, by the way, this one uh, talking about two things on Angela. So Angela's going in to get intense cosmetic surgery, right? Like you got to get put under. You're having a fucking major operation. And meanwhile, wasn't Angela the one bitching about the dangers of having a kid at her age? But she's willing to go under the knife and be knocked unconscious and uh, do all this other shit at her age. Well, it's easier than stopping to eat the cake and the donuts every day. I mean, can't do that. That's oh, and giving up smoking. She's like, <laughs> a day oh, before oh. surgery. Also, you like the doctor. She's in the cab. The doctor's like, okay, so you haven't eaten anything, right? Because it's very important. She's like, well, you know, I was I was doing it, but I was really hungry. 
So I had some eggs, a little bit of eggs. She's like, a little bit of eggs. And a little bit of grits. That's not too bad. And a little bit of grits. And a little bit of sausage. Uh, like, so you just had a full Denny's fucking breakfast, is what yeah. you're telling me. Like, what are yeah. you even pretending? At that point, just lie and say you had nothing. Yeah, I mean, the doctor's going to notice that you have a belly full of undigested uh, pig skin. <laughs> like, literally, the doctor's going to cut your stomach open. What is the point of lying about it? Just be like, yep, I had a full breakfast. Rudy, tuny, fresh and fruity. You're going to see it all. If I wasn't so fat, I wouldn't need to be here, Doc. I thought I thought you went through those uh, big medical schools. <laughs> you fancy? You can't figure out that I'm a fat ass? That reminds me, by the way, of, I don't know if you guys watch Futurama, but there's a character named Dr. Zoidberg who's like this lobster monster uh, creature. And there's a hilarious episode where he always likes to eat food and they do an alien autopsy on him. So he gobbles down... Devil day, egg, right? They're, they're autopsying him, and they cut his stomach open. And they go, one deviled egg, and they take it out, and they put it to the side. And he goes, oh, a deviled egg. And he eats the deviled egg off the table as he's being autopsied. And he goes, the same deviled egg. And that's what I imagine with Angela during the surgery. <laughs> Does he not chew? He just swallows a whole He just swallows. Egg. He just swallows it, man. Um, also, yeah, we don't I have time Angela. for Futurama side tangents. I know, I know. Hold on, one more note on Angela. Yeah, uh, or two, two things. Angela, my skin's starting to look older than I am. Like you are, you look eighty. She's probably fifty-four. How old can your skin get? And also, Michael is worried about her having this uh, surgery because she might leave him. Do you guys catch that? That was amazing. Yeah, do you think he's really worried about that? Or is he just he is. saying that as a way <clears throat> to try to convince her not to get the surgery? I don't know if he's really worried about that. I, I don't care enough to, to think about this question. That's, that's <laughs> I agree. He's, a, he's an idiot. If he's worried about <laughs> it, he's a moron. Moving on. Who's next? Mike and Natalie? Uh, yeah, Mike and Natalie. So the best thing about them this episode was the whole montage at the beginning where they're kind of like reminiscing. And I'm like, how much coaching did it take for them to have to act like they were happy sitting next to each yeah. other? Cause they've never been happy with each other for one second. Well, what was it? I was, I wrote that. What's the timing of this before the reunion or no, after, it's after the reunion? It has to be after the reunion. I, right. I don't know. That's like, I don't know the timing. I think it's, they oh, yeah. Each other I guess. Reunion. No, it's got to be before because the reunion is like present time, which would have been like two weeks ago. No, the, right, the reunion, yeah. it's not present. It's not like <clears throat> dead present time. It's like four, like a month ago or six weeks ago, I think. But they had to film this at least. It's probably yeah, right after the, the reunion. Probably right after the, the reunion. Maybe. Or right before the reunion to have yeah. the content. Like, I was like, I, they look. Because clearly they hate each other at the reunion. So filming this must be before. They hated each we, other the entire well, existence they of their it. relationship. They, at the end of the episode, they tease Mike like marching out of somewhere and being like, fuck your mother. So, you know, I think we're getting closer to the reunion timeline. It's like narrowing in. <laughs> well, there was the whole thing about, uh, you know, Mike not wearing the wedding ring. And I thought it was hilarious that they go into that. What was it? Was that a sex shop? They was just a. Just a regular no, section. Well, the girl in it was, she looked super hot, by the way. Can we all agree that Crystal Stargazer's girl looks super hot? Uh, sure. I don't know. I mean, mask. she had a mask on, but banging otherwise. 
So they're Whatever. in there, and uh, what they get some? I don't know what they're buying some lube or something. I don't know what they were getting, and, and then they bought like a bunch of incense. Incense. That's weird. That's what they were buying. They're like, okay. he's like, make oh, that I can't uh, trailer closet smell a little bit better. Odie. Yeah, I can't wait to get you home and throw this incense into okay, my tiny that stove that were, heats this double live. They were talking about pheromones. But, oh yeah, get the pheromones going. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, but so yeah, so Mike hasn't had a wedding ring. And uh, you know why, Odie? Because no, there's safety, so much safety hazard. Safety no, hazard. Wh- there's so much going on in that 90 <laughs> days, which nothing happened during that 90 days, except he had a lot to think about. And it never occurred to him during the 90 days that you're going to get married to get a wedding ring. Well, I like the response it, that he it gave. It does get, indicate a little bit where your mind's at. Yeah. He gave the response to the lady, uh, oh, so you got married. I guess it was, you know, they're saying like, but April is when they got married, actually. No, not April. It's April now. When did they get married? I don't know. I'm confused. Oh, uh, I, mean, I have no idea what any time frames are in any of this <laughs> shit because COVID's fucked it all up. And uh, Mike's like, well, you know, COVID. And she's like, oh, okay. So you didn't say COVID for anything. Like, it's just get out of jail. <laughs> uh, well, I hate my wife and I tried to send her back to the Ukraine one day before <laughs> we were going to get married, but, you know. COVID. COVID. <laughs> COVID. <laughs> Fucking dipshit. And then what What about the audacity of him? Oh, th- no, they were going to have Thanksgiving with his yeah. mom. Remember that? So that it must was have ridiculous. Been last November. And he's like talking to Natalie like, well, you, you know, it'd be great to build a bond. You and my mom. Like, is he fucking insane? The person that just tried to end their wedding at the wedding? Yeah. You want to build a bond? What? Well, At just, some point, uh, it has you know, to happen. Just, uh, have Why? lots of work Why does on? it ever you know? have to happen? Just uh, you... work, working through our stuff. You know, just because we've got a lot of stuff to work on. Yeah. A little gravy, a little mashed potatoes. You could build a bridge out of that, man. That's, yeah, let it dry. Although the mom is a, like the one person on the show that has a worse hairstyle than Natalie. <laughs> she should be oh, happy. Booger. Mike's I mom is, she is the worst. Like, I, I don't care how bad Natalie might be or could be, which doesn't seem to be that bad of a person. To try to have, to call a neighbor and be like, oh yeah, can you uh, stop this wedding of my son? I just, just thought uh, of what? Uh, fucking ridiculous. Wait, I just thought of what Ma, uh, Mike's mom's hairstyle looks like, and it looks like she's just wearing a coonskin cap all the time made of her own hair. <laughs> it's like that that boy in The Simpsons that wears that coonskin cap. Yeah, it's like Nelson. She's like she's like Davy Crockett of ruining relationships. She's got to with her fucking coonskin cap. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Anyway, there's not much left on them right now. I, don't, I mean... Oh, oh, except one thing. Michael confessed this episode he believes in aliens. So that was fun. Him and Baker Mayfield, good friends. Not a lot of people knew that. Getting blowjobs in uh, IHOP parking lot. Cheesecake together? factory. I don't know that cheesecake they have Cheesecake Factory, factory where uh, Mike lives. It's, it's only for fancy places like... Uh, Chelsea, we're going to decide we're watching next, next at the end of this show. This is a premature question. No nothing that's what we're watching next do people right. not believe in aliens really i believe in aliens yeah. this is good we don't have enough time for this yeah yeah all right let's go we'll on do an, we'll do it we'll do an aita on uh am i the alien we can talk about it i believe in aliens but anyway andre elizabeth, elizabeth? no no they're last they're they're the they're the, the they're main the best. course 
the best. Let's go to Ansuelo. There wasn't a whole lot about Ansuelo that I had, except for they're looking for a house with a a combined. Ansuelo. What did I say? Ansuelo. Ansuelo. Whatever. (laughs) They're looking for a house. Uh, Their budget. Uh, combined twelve dollars an hour. So yeah, exactly. Like, give, how just, much are you making on an Uber driver's salary? She's not working. Well, it's just like those HGTV shows. You know, you got a, an Uber driver and a stay-at-home mom. Oh, let's see a four hundred thousand dollar house. Perfect. <laughs> oh my god, Perfect. can we get a Swelu house flipping? Oh, can you fucking imagine a Swelu just runs and he's like. Good bones in this house. It's like hut I grew up in. in, uh, in uh, where the fuck is he from again? American Samoa. 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 Good bones and house. Uh, this is good house. Raise children. Let me run through wall. Make sure poop goes to not live in bathroom. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are they thinking? Looking at the... And they're looking at nice houses. They're looking at a house. It's a brand new house. Right? Brand they know, new house. They know what their budget is. I mean, and you can go on Zillow and look at what the house should sell for, roughly. Yeah. And you still go and look at it. And I like, like how they like, go well, that's the out model. of a price range. We can't buy yeah. that one. Well, why the I fuck like, did you look at it? <laughs> they're walking through the model house. The guy's like, well, this is the model house. And Asuelu's like, this is a new house. <laughs> Jumping on the bed and kicking holes in the fucking walls and fucking the, the faucets. Like, I think God, the real estate agent was tipped off that this was not going to be a sale ahead of time, <laughs> and th- there would be some issues with the furniture after the visit. <laughs> Swaylu just said, I-, I give you money now, and we stay. It's yeah, like no, Arrested you know Development. What? what? Go, go for it. Oh, no, I was just saying, it's like, you know, like the, the house in Arrested Development, one of the funniest shows in the world, where the model house still is just like shitty, where it's just like, you know, Kelani falls through the floor, a Swaylu just... Anyway, well, Asuelu Asuelu has some big ideas for some home decorating because obviously they're only going to blow through a fraction of their budget buying the house. It's going to (laughs) leave plenty of money left over to put in a a nice volleyball court in the back. (laughs) Yeah, you got a volleyball court. Yeah, Asuelu should just buy a volleyball court and they should live on it. And by that, I mean rent a volleyball court at the YMCA and live on it. Why Asuelu is does not have like webinars teaching people how to play volleyball? Yeah, you can become a millionaire overnight doing that. He's too busy. Take uh, Asuelu's course to play volleyball for ninety nine dollars. I mean, it. I think I would pay a dollar an episode just to watch him rake apples for like ten minutes. <laughs> I would too. I would pay ten. I would pay ten dollars an episode to watch. Andre and Asuelu team up to flip houses. Can we just become, <laughs> like, we've talked about this before, but can we be 90-day consultants and just teach these people how to monetize their lives? Like, Can we be, can we pitch a TV show wherein we're fake 90-day consultants teaching out people how to monetize their lives, <laughs> and we just go and fuck around with these people? Even better. I think Either it's a way. lot easier. That we have, we don't have to I have mean. any results. All okay, right. moving on. Rico's Brandon. obviously getting tired. Yes, no, well. we're not moving on. I, we're, you we're said moving about, on. Why would you say I, moving on? I meant, and give you I, hope? Meant, I meant moving on from whatever thing we were talking about, not moving on, moving on. Okay. Number one. Uh, no, number three. Asuelu says most of the problems come from staying with Kelani's family, right? 
Now he's driving and making, quote, making lots of money. Who is confident when you get into that Uber? And Asuelo is your driver in him driving <laughs> you anywhere. <laughs> I would be thrilled. One, wherever I was going, if I was like meeting people, I'd just text them, well, I'm not getting here. Um, so, <laughs> dude, have a good rest of your night because I'll never it's, see you. I mean, it's but a two, small town. I'm with Asuelo. Like, this is a whole new adventure I wasn't planning on having. Well, that's for us, though. And I, and honestly, if we have enough Patreon money at some point, again, Patreon.com forward slash Bravo and beer for fantastic. Am I the asshole content? If we get enough money, we should a hundred percent fly to wherever he is for this sole I've been purpose there. of getting start, a fucking just Uber. Start I've getting Ubers been there until that's until it. At we least three 10 of us fly. Really we all get Ubers all the time for two hours and just say we get it. But seriously, the, 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 it's not a no, big town. You don't need to do that. You never got an uber before you they see who your driver is or you oh, see who your driver is, like cancel request well, again just keep canceling until you get a perfect well that's the thing is in this small town are you telling me the people aren't like oh god it's a swale again he's just gonna drive me to the yogurt store <laughs> every time it's the only place he knows how to go he's like where are you going yogurt store airport no in no. 45 <laughs> minutes step on it okay and so what's his airline dannon you fly dannon air <laughs> Such a fucking idiot. <laughs> you'll play? You'll play air? Okay. He, I take you. But he probably is making, what, 10 times the money he was making at the yogurt store? Well, he was only working three hours at the yogurt <laughs> store and badly. So, yeah, I would say so. So they're rich. <laughs> Did he get docked all the yogurt he ate? <laughs> like, well, after this two-week pay period, you owe us $316. <laughs> He's like, it's good for my volleyball uh, nutrients. Case of a game on point. Okay. All right. Now we can move on, Rico. Yay, Brandon Natalie. What a cute little montage of them pretending to uh, have playful banter with whatever Betty and Ron at the beginning when they're going yeah. to Vegas. I, lo- I love those contrived situations. They're that was actually a lot of yeah, funny though. Oh my God, Odie. I don't know. I just thought it was funny where Julia was like, uh, she's like, Oh, you know, I just, when I met Brandon, I think he is perfect. And I was like, how fucking ugly and awkward and bizarre are the men in Russia that this goddamn loser Prague, came up to you. They were well, in, she was in South Korea. They were in Korea. Okay, let's, let's talk about this because this is the second time we've talked about it, but hearing the story again makes zero sense. <laughs> so Brandon's friend is over there, meets Julia, and says, oh, you remind me of my friend. Yeah. Let how me do introduce- rem- How does a girl remind you of your friend? This does not happen. This is not real. So Something what else happened? Did, Something did, else wait, is missing. Friend, did Brandon used to be a woman? No. The friend fucked, <sighs> fucked Julia, then realized that she was super annoying. But it's like, huh? Uh, I've done this. I've done that. I've done that. Remember, you know, you know our buddy Evan. He just listens to this podcast. Uh, I had I'm going to send this clip to him. <laughs> there's a girl named Meredith, who, by the way, is a sweet girl, but she was being super annoying after we had relations this is many years ago by the way obviously and i was like i can't take this anymore so <laughs> i was like evan why don't you come out now and i was like evan 
Um, Meredith, can you buy her a drink? And I fucking left, figuring he would pick it up from there. But Evan is terrible at having sex or anything. This is a man who famously brought a chick back to his apartment and had a lamp covered in a red a red cloth to go to sleep. And when they walked into the room, he said, hey, by the way, that's not a rape lamp or anything. <laughs> Which, you know, greatest story ever. You don't want to you don't want to bring up rape in general to a chick you just met, bring it back to your uh bedroom for the or first time. Or is it? I know, I know seeing or that lamp, the first thing you thought was, oh, that's his rape lamp. I'm it's gonna not. be raped. Hey, if you thought you're gonna be raped immediately, no, no, that just helps me sleep after I rape people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's an so after anyway, I tried to lamp. Completely I, it's, it's, it's my after rape play. It plays music when you wind it up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, no, I've, I've tried to do that exact same move. So yes, I agree. Maybe he did try to, the, the friend probably did fuck Julia. He probably did try to pawn her off on Brandon successfully. So good for him. What a matchmaker. <laughs> He's like, oh, these two fucking people deserve each other. So how about this yep. trip to Vegas? What's the first thing you guys noticed? What if just in case we were picking the, up? On they the went same to thing. the beautiful Tuscany Suites and Casino. That's yes. what I noticed. Yes. I, I was yeah. like, I for a minute I turned to Sandy and I was like, is that where Jovi took Yara? <laughs> I told you you could tell when jo- uh, jo- Jovi and Yara got there. You're like, well, Jovi. That's a shit. <laughs> the soft J. Like y'all Yeah, they were at the Silverton though, or something like that, right? But like it's like, you know, you can still find a cheap fucking place on the strip. You really want to go to old Vegas? I mean, if you're going I don't know, wherever they went, it's a place I have never heard of in my life. Number one, if you're it's not a real casino in regards to the way people would view Vegas casinos, if it's called the whatever sweets and Everywhere you go has one name. It's Caesars. It's Mirage. It's Tropicana. It's even Tropicana. It's Excalibur. Go to Circus MGM. Circus. Yeah, as, go to Circus Circus. Still better than the buttfuck sweets and whatever. Like that's yeah. indicates you open your door and there's a the little pool fence two feet from your door. Like this yeah. is where you, you want to stay and. This is your big trip to Vegas. Come on, people. Pathetic, man. And I like how later on, right? They well, I guess we're skipping forward, but they get into it because Yara obviously, or not Yara, Yara. Uh, Julia wants to stay in Vegas. And who could blame her? And honestly, it makes sense for her because she's a fucking go-go dancer. So she's like, why don't we stay here? Is is nice and beautiful. And I agree with Brandon. I would not want to stay in Vegas necessarily. As I've said before, living in Vegas is literally being exposed to everyone's worst self that comes to visit you. I don't want to deal with that. But if you're Brandon, uh, Julia could get a job and he's giving her shit. He's like, he's like, oh, because you're bringing in all this extra income. Like, yeah, immediately she'll probably start making more than you, dickhead, dancing on a fucking stage at a, at a you know, a drink bar. And also he's like, well, if we move here, I'd have to get a, a new license. Yeah, like, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, how hard could that possibly be to get the fucking new license? <laughs> how hard is the test? How hard is the test to kill roaches yeah. that you can't do it? Took me five years to get my first license to pass that test. 
And don't you think he could make way more money in Vegas? And and you can get a decent place in Vegas for not that expensive. Oh, Vegas is cheap. My wife and I almost we, we talked about this. I I thought about again leaving in the place where it's the worst possible version of people's at all times. I would still say move there over where you live now, though. Probably better. Over where I, I live in L.A. in my yeah. house. Yeah, you should. That's move. not 112 degrees most of the time. No, we talked about it. My wife got up for a good paying job. Now, this was before COVID, so we probably would have been fired and then we'd been stuck in shitty Vegas or my dogs would have been baked on the back porch. But no, we thought about it and we're like, no, no, no. It's, but you can get very cheap housing there. But I, I think the whole point is, Brandon, there's a huge market, I'm sure, for exterminators when there's this many people living there. You know, yeah. he could get a decent paying job. I'm sure I get, I can't imagine it would take more than a couple of days of study and really cramming Brandon to get your license <laughs> in Nevada. Um, way more money, but I guess he'd have to give up the farm, which can't possibly. Do. Hold on. Chelsea says far more roaches in Vegas. I believe that. I wonder if this is a fact. Oh, it's where it's hot. It I is thought it's also, they live where it's damp. It's not very damp in Vegas. I don't know. Well, growing think, up no, uh, living in a fraternity in house, I know that a roach I know where they lived survive. in a fraternity house. It's called the a roach can survive for what is it, like a year Everywhere. Off, off one postal stamp? Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you what survives in a fraternity house, too, uh, if you leave pizza out, is a million maggots over <laughs> and ants? a night. Ants, and too? Ants. Ever flip open a pizza box in the hallway? They're filled with little tiny ants. Throw ants. it right out, right out the window. <laughs> ants, maggots. Roaches, we had it all. We had it all. All right. So to Chelsea's question, uh, when Summer House ends, what are we going to watch next? Do we really need a second show? These shows are already too. Well, long. we. Well, the question is, should we add another show? And I think we should just wait for Blow Deck or Summer yeah, House. I don't think we should just because good. ninety days. Yeah, ninety days. Freaking ninety days a bitch. We could do. So here's what I'm, I think we should do. It's we gonna should, be a good I season though. Do. I think it's gonna be a good season. We'll have to talk about. I agree. Well, I think you should do more Am I the Asshole and 90 Day. Excuse me. But if Real Housewives of New York comes back, that show, I will tell you. Have you guys watched it? It is. You and Sandy, I thought we're going to do that. We want. Well, Sandy and I, now that we have a Patreon, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do another. But that is the one Real Housewives that honestly is entertaining enough to to do. Like the other ones. They're not really worth it. The real houses in New York, they get so fucking drunk all the time. Half of them are 100% on cocaine. They're insane. 100% they, on cocaine. 100%, Nothing else. 100%. Cocaine. Well, cocaine plus. And also, last season, two times people pooped themselves. <laughs> two as times. As this may be, I, I would be so thrilled if my week only took... Uh, one show to watch for home. I agree. Well, like and, well let's bring more. Yeah. Well, let's bring more. Am I the asshole? And then, and then we'll do, we'll wait for below deck to come back. Perfect. Yeah. Below deck's going to come back uh, swinging. We're going to have a couple seasons in a row. So I think it'll be, it'll be awesome. Yeah. Chelsea, the Beverly Hills housewives. They're okay. I watched it with my wife. Well, look, maybe my wife and I'll do an extra podcast at some point. I have to see it's that the time is the problem. Cause uh, when I'm doing this podcast, she's watching the baby. Yeah. You know, I watch so. the baby. Well, we didn't even yeah. talk about the uh, fucking stars of the show. Andre. 
Oh, oh God, God. Jesus Christ. Well, let's get to it. I mean, we could have a whole show just on Andre. Oh, who is I think Chuck He's... will give me $100,000 so I can flip house. <laughs> well, he'll no certainly experience. say yes. One, okay, For sure just say as yes. far as $100,000, what's he going to do with $100,000? Nothing. He can't buy a house for a hundred thousand dollars. What are you gonna flip a car? <laughs> he might have. They might have do? other money. I then, don't know. Then you're gonna need a loan for the remainder. So he's gonna be like, Chuck, I used that hundred grand for a down payment. <laughs> now I'm gonna need you to co-sign on the loan. And is he and just gonna? Is he just gonna go to Chuck and be like, Yeah, I need a hundred thousand dollars. Give me the money. Or is he gonna say, Chuck, I got this deal. Got this house. I'm looking at. Can buy it for this much. Oh. This much into. No, he's right. just gonna go to Chuck and say, right. I need a hundred thousand dollars. Come on. He's like, Let's Glenn hear your check. sales pitch, Andre. Buy from me. Well, <laughs> uh, the best. Yeah, the best Andre sales is. Well, oh wait, I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, I'll be good at selling a house because everyone believes me and I am the best. Uh, well, except for Libby's whole family. So, I mean, that's a <laughs> tough place to start. Know. Speaking of that, so was that a different sister at the... At the no, I recognized her. No, I recognize... Well, no, she has two different sisters. But but she she wasn't both, at the wedding, right? That sister and that, that guy... Well, one sister didn't go to the wedding. Remember, that was a whole thing. Yeah. I've never she seen the sister's she just had like before. She had like two kids. Right. So one sister went, one didn't, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, uh, the, we also learned that Andre has not spoken to Charlie. Which well, I no shit. That, fuck that Charlie, fuck. that piece of shit. Charlie should have apologized to Andre, and the fact that he hasn't is pathetic. It shows to what Charlie, what a, a spoiled, stupid piece of fucking shit Charlie is. It's your sister. Go make amends, you fucking drunk piece of garbage. Like he's the biggest piece of shit. He's what honestly one of the biggest pieces of shits I've ever seen on fucking reality yeah. TV or in person. He's he needs to he needs the shit me out of him so bad that he becomes a vegetable. He's so, fucking worthless. It's also incredibly entertaining. And uh, <laughs> I hope he's on this season. He better be. So oh, he how is. about yeah, how though, about right. Chuck? How good of a business person must Chuck be to have so much money lying around when <laughs> he has all these idiot asshole kids weighing his business down? Like oh. he could probably be the Biggest real estate developer in the entire world, if not for his <laughs> fucking loser kids, because he's successful in spite of them. Agreed. He has all these retard kids on uh, on board with him. But also, I thought you were going to say, how can he be so successful with that haircut? What was up with the back of his hair? I couldn't. <laughs> what I was, was like, wrong with I was his like, head? Look around, but it was a TV, so <laughs> you can't really. I'm like, what's going on in the back of his head? It had like one spike of hair sticking out the side. But it's meanwhile, Chuck, you have no hair. It's like he had pasted down all the hair, like kind of like in the old school days, like Danny DeVito would do in like The Landlord or whatever that movie is. It was like he used bacon grease Super. to slather it down. And then one spike shot out the side. It was like, God damn it, man. I know you have a lot of money. Figure it the fuck out. That's exactly, exactly what happened there. Brian, you wouldn't know this. You're bald, but I know it more than anybody. I know how to manage not having hair. When people with hair, even a little bit like Chuck, wear a hat, it gets crazy. It gets nuts. You can't control it. You wear the hat for a little while. Maybe you're out playing golf. Then you got to take the hat off. Maybe go in a restaurant or maybe be on television or something. So you take the hat off and then yeah, wear a hat on TV. what, What do you do with your hair? The only way to get your hair back to where it was, back to square one. To take a shower. It's the only way. <laughs> you, 
so he's doing some finagling, putting product in it, weird shit. Who knows? That's exactly what bacon it was. Bacon grease. It was, it was hathead. It was hathead plus bacon grease, and that was your result. Bacon grease was the savior. That fucking idiot. Um, I will say one other thing that uh, I thought was pretty funny was that Andre, when he's sitting down with Chuck, right, past the I'm going to be amazing at this because people trust me, he's like, okay, what's your pitch? He's like, I'll be a hard worker. It's like, <laughs> you've been playing video games on the couch for the past fucking year. And also, that's not a pitch. That's not a business plan. Yeah. He's like, you're not a hard worker. But the, the best thing about that conversation is after he asked for the money that he so confidently knew that he was just going to get a hundred grand from Chuck Large Wallets. Um, and he was told no. But he's like, you can come work for me and maybe learn the business, which seems to make pretty much a lot of sense. It, it given does the make a lot of sense yeah. to learn the business. And then Andre's like, knock over my mic. Then Andre's like, <laughs> So you gonna give me the money or what? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking entitlement of that guy is just incredible. Or you gotta appreciate the ballsiness. I do like oh, yeah. so cool. the money. Yes. Like I don't know what you just said. It didn't. Uh, I didn't care to listen. But uh, so the money, yeah. When's it I wasn't he listening. I was looking at your ridiculous hair. <laughs> he shows him the house. So uh, you're going to buy this house? Well, no, Andre. We'd like to see more houses. This isn't quite our, you know, what we're looking for. So uh, you make offer? Yeah, it's offer. Is <laughs> well, there's a there's a hole in the roof. The uh, <laughs> furnace blew up, and uh, there's currently squatters living in the basement. So are you going to buy the house or what? <laughs> I mean, look, I love, like, I bought my house from a realtor. I love the guy. But I also do wonder, how hard is it to sell a house? You go in, you, people want a house, you find a house, you, they want it, you sell the house, you tell them about the house. It doesn't Re- seem like like rocket science to well, me. Realtors are going to be one of the next jobs that goes, bye. Because I mean, there's, yeah. I like my my real. I give him credit because he he's a he knows the area super well and he knows the the other realtors selling houses. So that makes sense, right? Okay, you know the ins and outs. Every realtor, that's what they all know. Well, exactly. they know the like, area. That's and these morons the are in Florida. What? Okay, so do you know who overdosed on meth and his house is going on the market? Who died? Who died when they put their head in the gator's mouth at the gator park and they got bit down on their houses going on the market? Is that your inside knowledge? Because otherwise, it just seems like you're fucking selling a house and you're selling to people that want to see a house. And if they like the house, they buy it. If they don't, they don't buy it. What the fuck? Then you take 10% or whatever it is. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Did you hear uh, how much Andre plans on making? $3 trillion, Chuck. He said figures. Seven figures. Oh, sure. $10 million. He's a fucking national treasure. If there was only (laughs) one visa to give to foreigners, you know, whatever year, I would say, and I was in charge, I'd say, give it to Andre. (laughs) I can't wait to have this guy in the country I live in. He's amazing. (laughs) Amen. All right. Anything else? Otherwise, I'd say that's a good way to end the episode. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bravo, bing bong. Later. See ya.